Welcome back to Real Kipper and Born. I feel like uh, Garth in Wayne's World when they come back when when Wayne's not there and Garth is just panicking in front of the camera. Our guy uh, Kippy just taking a phone call outside. So I do have trusty sidekick Sammy in here with me. We are waiting on Billy Jaffe, NHL analyst for Nesson, NHL Network and co-host. Um, chat a little bit about one of the hottest teams in the NHL. Sammy, hey what do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> I love the Garth. In, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. And, and Kippy has arrived? How'd you guys do? I don't know. I think okay. I made a Wayne's World reference. Second <laughs> this this week, actually. But you, I'm grooming you. Yeah, yeah. Step by step. You give me 30 you, you seconds know I'm there. Close to retiring. <laughs> and you'll you? be taking over the real Borny <laughs> no, and don't Sammy look at, don't show. Look at me. No, no. Not you, huh? Um, but yeah, we were just uh, kind of setting up the Billy Jaffe interview. The Boston Bruins, obviously, unbelievable record. President's Trophy favorites once again, and kind of what's going on there. A lot of, lot of hockey tonight, boys. Still no Leafs, but 15 but, games, 14 games. A lot of good ones. Uh, it's it's nice to see them getting back in action. Big night down south of the border. Isn't this like the biggest drinking night of the year in the, in the this States? This is the biggest party night yeah. of the 365 in the U.S. Yeah, maybe you see a former fling down there. You go to the hometown bar. Yeah. You know. Thursday's going to be re- real interesting with, what, three football games? Yeah, we're covering those, right? Yeah. What are your, uh, how what are your Lions not? takes? How do we not? Like, we, you, somebody's bringing a turkey in. Are they? Are you not? <laughs> Just a whole turkey. Sammy, you're the producer. Did you get a Swiss chalet gift we the got, other day? We got football. We got our show yeah. to prepare. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Yankee thank you. Love it. Uh, I know we're going to talk Boston Bruins, but, like, you know, how big of a story is it that they are, like, they've lost one game up until now? Like, who saw that coming? Well, certainly not Leafs fans who had this peg to be the year they were going to lose everyone of substance and it was going to be a lot easier for them. But, I mean, they're blowing the league out of the water, boys. I mean, the only team that really can hang with them statistically is the Canucks, but they're plus 23, this Bruins team. 7-0-1 at home just continue to roll. And a lot of that on the backs of their unbelievable goaltending. Swayman, Allmark, off to similar starts to last season. And Bruins... Uh, in Tampa, I'm oh, sorry, in Florida tonight to take on the the Panthers Ooh, buddy. first first round matchup. I mean, last year, obviously, and they're both red hot. That's gonna be a, that's that's a good one. Bruins have given up 37 goals against the fewest in the NHL. The Toronto Maple Leafs have given up 22 more than that, 59 in the same amount of games played. So. When we look at the Atlantic Division, uh, we're seeing it pretty much the way it has run, but. Florida is the one that's stepped up. They've, we were looking at, we've looked the last few years at Tampa, Boston, and Toronto. Yeah. And this was supposed to be the year that it was going to change, mm-hmm. right? With Detroit, Ottawa, and yet it appears it's still the same, but Florida has now thrown this wrench in by turning into this late, season horse last year mm-hmm. to maybe one of the favorites when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. the uh, They're another team who at home is running away 7-1 and one at home. Uh, they've won a couple straight. And then the additions of getting bad Ekblad and uh, back Ekblad and Montour, really, Florida is a legitimate force this season. And, yeah, if you're a least Did you fan, like Montour? I do like lot. Montour, yeah. I mean, he played a God, ton for them last year. Could have stole them. Oh, a while really ago. 
no, no. This tweet, Kip. God, people won't lay it, it, off it's, it. Uh, it. It's forever. We got Billy Jaffe, but... Okay, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Now, people give, me, give me the opening. Uh, uh, did you mention that our show is brought to you by... Bet three six five. Did you get that in? Oh, I didn't know that you had to do that. I, what, what do you need here? What do you need for? Here you go. Here, there you go, pal. Oh my God. <laughs> what you got? I'm not handing there. you the steering wheel ever you again. You got your own lineup. Take a mind for it. All right, let's welcome in Billy Jaffe as they get ready for a big rematch: Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. How are you, Billy? Gentlemen. It's fantastic to see you. Uh, I'm actually coming to you guys from the beautiful city of Chicago as the Bruins and Panthers are on uh, TNT tonight locally or nationally. I mean, so we've actually got the night off and uh, we ran here for two days for a quick family Thanksgiving of rarity an in-season trip, Kipper. It's great to see you guys in your studio. Looks awesome. Yeah, thanks, pal. Um uh, is, is this a game that uh, the Bruins, despite their record, despite leading the Atlantic Division, say that we need to send a message? Um, well, I think after the other night, Nick, you know, losing the game to uh, Tampa after with uh, what they tied it up with like four and a half seconds left, and and then they lost it in overtime. Um, that I think they'd like to get back at it, and I think because of what happened in the playoffs last year. Even though they have played Florida once so far in Boston, this is one that I think they would like to have. And the other thing, Nick, you know, Kipper, they got the dads on the trip. And uh, I know they're pros, but they gave up the lead with their dads there. They couldn't have been as happy as a flight. I'm sure it wasn't awful, but the quick shuttle from Tampa down to Sunrise or Fort Lauderdale, maybe the elbow room wasn't as fun, given that they only got one point instead of two. Yeah. Well, great to see you, too. Glad to get you on Zoom for this. This is great. Um, We've been talking about the Bruins and trying to make sense of uh, them not going away. You know, we do a lot of Leafs talk here, and the Bruins are supposed to get worse at some point. Who is stepping up in the absence of, you know, the loss of Bergeron and um, Krejci? Well, Justin, it's awesome to see you, too, but I'm glad that things are going so great for you. I I would tell you that, look, it starts with the goaltending, and that's what is so amazing about uh, this team is that really, you know, last year the goal team was good. I actually think it's better this year. Yeah. Corny. I, I really do. I think it's better between Omar and Swayman, uh, the way that the, the tandem works, the back and forth. And by the way, I'm going to jump the shark a little bit here. Jim Montgomery has already been asked about, would he go more tandem down the road? He's getting that hypothetical question, you know, and he's already said, sure, he would do it. So I think, Unlike last year where they went with one in the playoffs, assuming the Bruins make the playoffs this year and both guys are healthy, I'm assuming they would start with a tandem. But the goaltending has been great. That's the bedrock of the team. Then you have awesome defense in front. You've got two. You got a horse in McAvoy and you got a horse in Lindholm. So you got one of those two guys on the ice for about 24 minutes tonight if need be. The other guy who's really stepped up on the back end this year, in my opinion, is Brandon Carlo. Justin, Mm -hmm. I think he's had uh, just an outstanding year specifically up front, the two guys that have really filled the void down the middle are Pavel Zaka, who looks so confident. He looks so, he, he really does. He looks, and he can play wing or center, but the other guy's Charlie Coyle. Now I, we are so early in the season. Who the heck knows where this is going to go? But Charlie right now, Coyle is trending upwards of 72 points. I believe he's on that pace, maybe give or take one point, but you know, this is a guy who, you know, 50, 54 points was a big year for him. So if he's going to get 60 to 70 points, that's a big difference. And that helped fill the void. 
As far as this tandem is concerned, uh, to me, Swayman looks like a guy that's just busting to be a number one goaltender here. Uh, he's at that age now where it still may be a little early because sometimes these guys don't hit their mark till 26 or 27. Uh, but he's a unrestricted or a, he's a restricted free agent after this season. He makes 3.4, so collectively eight and a half million dollars doesn't look horrible. But this guy, this guy wants more. There, there's no question. Knowing goalies the way I know goalies, and this guy's going to want to be. He envisioned himself a, a seven and eight or nine million dollar goalie one day. Will he ever get that opportunity in, in Boston? Where, where does this finish for these guys? Well, uh, very fair point, very and and and, and uh, good question. Both uh, Kipper, you know, he's younger. He's what six years younger than maybe seven than than, than uh, Lena Solmark. Linus after six. this year would have one year in his con. He's six years. Yeah, he'd have one year left on his contract. Uh, as you said, Sway got a one year deal this year with Arb. He had Arb eligible rights, and, and it's a one year deal. He does want. There's no question that he wants a a big deal, and he'll get one. He he, he absolutely will. Um, you know, I mean, I can't imagine that there wouldn't be discussion about it if the Bruins have success this year and Swayman has a stellar year that maybe he would, you know, get more. And they, you know, they, even if they gave him a big contract and they wanted to go with both goalies after this year, Kipper, you would know that one guy's got a long term deal and the other guy has a deal that is expiring. Could they live with that for a year? I guess maybe maybe they would look for an option, right, to, to move one of them. I can't imagine that there haven't been a couple of teams uh, in particular, one in the province of Alberta that hasn't, if, if they haven't actually called up the Bruins, they've at least kicked tires, I would imagine, or, or internally discussed it. To, you know, what, what would it take to get one of the guys? Um, I, listen, you know, Swayman has, he has come back with a purpose. He's always been mentally strong, but physically to me, he looks even stronger. And technique-wise, Kipper, this year, his rebound control and I'm not a goalie expert by any stretch, but we talk to guys that are a guy like, you know, I do a lot of work with Razor with Andrew Raycroft, and he talks about his drift and his recoil and his set and all these fancy words that I get, but I don't have any idea what they really mean. But he's doing all that, and he's doing it really, really well. And um, his glove has looked be- his looks so sharp, so beautiful this year, but his rebound control as well has looked spot on. Billy, when you cover a team every day, you get to know players pretty well. Um, you know, you guys come here to Toronto that uh, a lot of people like, and then they go, hey, wait, he turns the puck over a lot, or whatever it is they notice about their game. <laughs> Does Pasternak well, have some sort of deficiency when you watch him on a nightly? I mean, 29 points in 17 games. He runs into people at times. Like, is this guy as, you know, where is he among the league's elite? Well, Barney, anything, you, you know this, like, you're, you're, you're dead on. Anytime you you're with somebody, whether it's you know as you said, covering a team, or relationship, whatever, you see all their their pluses and minuses, right. so to speak, their beauty, uh, the beauty and the beast, right? Um, listen, a guy like Brad Marsh Marchand, we, we learned this over the years, and I'm getting to Pasternak in a second. Marchand, we get criticized at times uh, for the penalties, and some of them were foolish. We know that, but he would turn the puck over a lot, but. He was the one that had the puck on his stick an awful lot. So we'd be like, well, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. David Pasternak is kind of taking over that role. He's got the puck on his stick so much, he is going to turn the puck over here. Yet what he's doing less of so far this season 
is turning. He still there's giveaways, turnovers because that's going to happen, but he's doing it at less uh, inopportune times. All right, maybe it's it's not within four or five feet of the blue line. Maybe it's deep in the O zone and it doesn't work out well. He's more physical than he has been. Um, I, you know, I'm singing his praises because he has elevated his game so far, Justin, this season. His deficiencies. Have, in the old days, a year, two years ago, it was turning pucks over in bad areas, no question about it. And sometimes it would be maybe taking extended shifts, getting out there for too long, trying to do a little too much. He's really matured an awful lot. And I do think, Justin, that he really took to heart knowing that Bergeron and Krejci weren't coming back, that he was likely going to be wearing a letter on his sweater, which he is, along with McAvoy, both alternates or assistants to Brad Marchand. And I think it's matured him an awful lot. I, I do. And I think it, we're seeing it in his game. Um, you know, every once in a while, again, he'll – we haven't seen him really do it at all. I was going to say take a long shift or, and, or, or maybe try and do a little too much. But I think he's got the runway now across – you know, and, and he's one of the great players in the world now, Justin, that he can do that kind of thing. You know, uh, speaking of Bergeron, there, there are some – people out there that might think that oh he could be talked into re- are you okay sammy <laughs> are you okay that he could be talked into coming Just, back please no. for the for the back half of, of a season and maybe his 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 belief of the team taking a downturn might might have been premature is there any world at all you see that that could be a possibility Wow, I had to go on one of the big shows in Toronto to hear that. It's the first I've ever heard that he might come back. I, I didn't, that's why I love you, Kipper. Um, uh, I'd be very, very, is there any? No, I don't see that happening. Okay. Um, I, think, I think that he is very content being, uh, you know, uh, not Mr. Mom, so to speak, but uh, the, the dad who is around an awful lot. They recently, within a year, had their fourth child, so he's got four kitties. Boy. I think they're eight and under at the house, uh, and some would argue that could drive him to go back yeah, to I was say, <laughs> Which side are you arguing for here? I'll pay you. <laughs> uh, but for 19 years, he was, a, well, for half of the, you know, he's away an awful lot. I, I Listen, to me, he is such a, such a bright human being. Um, he's, he's, I always would say this about Patrice. He does everything right. It's disgusting, right? You know, it just, it just drives you crazy. You know, he, he looks good. He acts good. He says the right thing, you know, make a mistake here or there. He just rarely does. Um, I don't see it happening, Nick. I just don't. I think he, I just felt that he knew that it was the right time. I think he understands how much of an amazing career, that he was able to have with one team. And while it would be staying with one team, I'd be shocked if he were to come back. I, I, I would, if only because this is a guy I think that really thinks things through. That's what made him a fantastic player, his cerebral nature on the ice. And he was able to translate that into instinctive things on the ice, right? Like he, he didn't overthink. He thought just enough and he was a, a step ahead defensively than most players, right? He understood. We always talk about the offensive players have that great instinct where the puck is going to go. Well, I think the same thing is defensive for these guys defensively like him. He understood it. So I think his cerebralness, his thoughtfulness, 
I think he's very content. I really do. I think he's very content with where he's at right now. Okay, if he doesn't, if they don't beg him to come back, uh, where are the deficiencies? What does Don Sweeney need now to fill some yeah. voids to, to to really have a true chance at at beating the likes of a Vegas one day or, yeah. or Florida? Well, uh, yeah, it's a um, um, it's a thing that it's funny that we've we've all started to think about, and we're barely you know twenty games into the season uh, because you say, man, this team they are pretty darn good. What happens rhetorically asking with their third line center, who right now is a nineteen year old Matt Patra? So that could be a spot if if Matty's been great. Matt Matt, you know, he hasn't scored. It's now five six games, I believe, that he hasn't put up a point. Yet he's had some really good moments in some of those games, Kipper. But is he going to be is he going to be battle tested, strong enough physically and mentally come playoff time? I'm not sure. I think they could look for. I think they could look for that. Uh, they could look for a, a player that, that, to fill that void. I think they wouldn't mind a, a little more, you know, size up front. And then it's cliche, but defensive depth. Now they're playing this kid, Mason Lowry who uh, has really done well for them. He's six foot four, only about 200, 210 pounds. He's, he's still got room to grow. He's just 22, 23 years old. First full year pro. His instincts, Kipper, his first step and stick handling as a defenseman are excellent. He was a forward, in fact, until he was 16 years old, until he made that transition back to D. So he, in, in essence, he's still learning the position. But you know, with Grizzly coming back this weekend, are they going to keep Lowry up or send him down? I think they'll probably look, if they want to keep him playing, they'll send him down more. But would he be a depth guy for D? I still think they could use a bit of a of a kind of a tough guy on the back end. You know, they got Forbert who's killing penalties, Carlos killing penalties, but I'm talking about another good five, six, seven guy, six foot two, six four, with some jam, some nasty to their game. Um, Billy, in the first hour of our show, we do like the the Leafs as a focus and their record is the same as the season before. And we were kind of assessing, but how do you feel about them compared to the season before? For me, this year's Leafs team, not quite as good as la- as the previous iteration. Still time to change that. But, you know, currently not. Is this Boston Bruins team as good as last year's or do you think expect them to have some more stumbles along the way? Well... I don't know. I mean, Justin, isn't that amazing? By the way, I don't want to go too tangent here, but like all of us, many of us were thinking Toronto was not infinitely better, right? But they were significantly better for sure than last year yeah. with, with the moves that they made, which is just amazing, right? We all get kind of caught into that, and then you realize you put, peel back the onion a bit, and you're like, "Holy smokes!" They they do have they still have some significant issues. With that said, for the Bruins, um, we had no expect. I mean, my expectations, very honestly, this year were still to make the playoffs, but to make it. Maybe Justin as high as the number six team and battle six, seven, eight spot. I thought they were still pretty good because of their goaltending and D. So they're better than what I thought they were. Are they better than last year, though? I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard to say that they're better, even though they're actually the record this year to last year is a point or two better, which is absolutely phenomenal. Freaking amazing when you think about it, right? Considering how good last year was. But I do think you still have to ask the questions about. The loss of Bergeron, the loss of Krejci, the loss of Felino, the loss of Hall. It's not just, I mean, that's that's not just goals and points. That's also leadership. But they seem to be doing a pretty good job. When it's all said and done, I think they're going to have a few stretches this year of of three, four games. They are the normal, it's the normal reps, the normal routine of many NHL teams. Heck, we've already seen it from Colorado. We've even seen it from Vegas a little already this year. It's got, I think that is going to happen to the Bruins. 
So I and, and it's not going to be the worst thing to happen to him, Justin, at all. I think last year when it was all said and done, by not having any real troubles, that when they did get kicked in the gut in the first round of the playoffs, that they had a hard time bouncing back from that. So if they go through a few of these this year, which I do, long way of getting to say, I think they're going to have a couple of those, it's going to be okay. In theory, it should make them better. What's the over-under on how many Bruins challenge Matthew Kachuk tonight? <laughs> um, well, the only guy, you know, no in the line. I mean, Lucci wouldn't do that either. He, 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 I, don't, I don't think he would with regard to uh, to uh, Kachuk. Trent Frederick, maybe. Freddie's a Trent, pretty good fight. How about this, though? Let's not forget this, Nick. Remember last time? I don't know if you remember what happened last time these two teams played. It was the game where Charlie McAvoy got suspended ah. uh, for the hit on Ekman Larson. So I wonder, will the Florida Panthers look to go and get involved with Charlie McAvoy, who has dropped the gloves a couple of times, and but who who's a tough kid, and he's a great body checker. He There's no question he deserved the penalty and suspension. For that hit on Ekman Larson, there's in my eye. I said I've said that before. So Nick, I think there's the discussion or the the, the over under is probably how many of those guys yeah. are going to look to go with somebody because of that. That's me. That's more what I would look for, bud. All right. Well, listen. Great stuff. And enjoy the game from Chicago. A real quick Thanksgiving here. I we've only been able to do this with our family. I heard you guys before I came on talking about Thanksgiving here. This is the big one. I got to have a quick one tonight with the family. Mom's cooked <laughs> everything up. By the way, this is what you get when you go home for the first time in a long time. Look what I found real quick. Oh I'll boy! Be, look at this. Look at this. A Thrasher sweater signed by Kovalchuk and Heatley from my Ooh, days with the Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, man. How about that? Thought yeah, you were going to tell us Colby Armstrong was on that thing too. <laughs> uh, there's good value to this, buddy. There's good value to this one. No, I'm kidding. No, I love Colby. Uh, but listen, we're going to have a great time here, and then tomorrow we fly home. The Bruins have uh, back-to-back matinee games. Classic annual Big Friday, uh, Black Friday game at home on Friday against Detroit, and then Saturday on the road against the Rangers, which is a huge Eastern Conference early season matchup. Always good value when we have you on the show, Billy Jaffe. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Billy. Appreciate you, pal. Awesome to see you guys. Uh, Be well. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. NHL analyst for Nissen, NHL Network, and host of The Morning Brew with Andrew Raycroft. There's another guy we got to get on the show, Andrew Raycroft. Um, What was that about Bergeron? Would you... Like your jaw drops. Sam has like the nightmare of like Bergeron doing a Rocky montage in like well, a yeah, bar no, somewhere, like, getting ready to go return. It's like the glass smashing and wrestling. You oh God, is that Petrie Bergeron? You have been good F three position all night. No. You, you haven't heard that at all. No. Oh, I've, I've also been doing this. La 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 la. I don't want to hear it, but I I have not heard that at all. I Billy kind of, hadn't heard it. I know, but have you heard it? I've heard rumblings. Oh my. Hey, listen, spend time with the family, man. It could be as simple as someone in Boston just going, hey, Patrice, how you doing? I got a crazy idea. Just Let's hear me out. Hypothetically, you came to play two months for us. There's, there's just two months. And then he turns around and goes, like, are you kidding me? Someone Would tell you- me he hasn't fallen out of shape. You know, oh, there's no chance. Something tells me he steps right back on the ice. He's <laughs> yeah. the best defensive forward in the game Listen, immediately again. It's a Selkie yeah. on eight games. Like, it's not the – we've been around professional sports a long time. It's not the craziest idea. 
You know what's funny is yesterday we had Henrik Lundqvist on the show, and the amount of people in his tier of human for, like, doing it the right way, you know, good-looking, respected type of guy, like, it's Bergeron and Hank. Yeah, I would say, like, you know, Lindstrom, I guess it's a little bit before, but, like, he's in that yeah. kind of, that ilk of, like, perfect human type of right. guy. Yeah. But Bergeron is definitely The NHL's there. all-perfect human team includes those people. Yeah. I, I think it would be an unbelievable story. Oh, my God. The return of Bergeron. Well, on a team that is, like, he was one of the best 200-foot players when he retired, well, he was amazing. He was a Selkie last year, didn't he? Yes. Let's, so let's also piece this together. They're like, let's give this Poitra some run here. Oh, my God. We'll give him a run of games. We know he's going to leave about halfway through the year or whatever. We'll have an opening. Money's not an issue. He'll play for minimum. Money's not an of course issue. he'll play for minimum. He'll play for less than minimum. <laughs> Somehow. For another crack yeah. at winning a Stanley Cup with a legitimate team, not one that he maybe envisioned yeah. heading trending in the wrong direction you know leafs fall into a wild card spot bruins hang on it's bergeron it's matthews game one of playoffs round one there it is pal did i derail your complete the game time now can you focus no i can't i i yeah like you I, were I think, I think it's time you were so happy when patrice retired oh my god I, listen everyone's like oh you gotta respect him you gotta it's like no i this guy i'm a leaf fan he has haunted the dreams of leaf fans for his entire career, like, oh, you gotta respect like, him for that. Like, okay, sure, I respect <laughs> I him. Like, yeah, that, I dude. can't stand him. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like he's never given me any reason to not. It's not like it's Marchand. It's not right. like it's like Pasternak who can play with a net. He was just like can't be stone mad cold position pro killer. Yeah, scored one of the worst goals of my life against James Reimer in overtime. Like, just anyways. Oh, when was that? The glass shatters. All right. Game time? Uh, Where's my sheet here? Where's my read? All right. It's game time. Presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest on and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. And I have gone, uh, I've got a few for tonight, but I've gone outside the NHL for a couple as well. So I've got a couple non-NHL picks for tonight. Oh, is this now we're did doing your men's league again? Did you, no. did you pick Jamaica over Are we Canada? Doing, uh, Let's not talk about that. Is your that... buddy Maddie, no, uh, the no. over under on him coming back in like 10 days uh, from the separated shoulder. We think Pacers he, we, scoring 160 on the Raptors we think, tonight. We think he's going to be uh, think he's gonna be the new year for Maddie. So, yeah, come on, he'll be off for 46. That's okay. standard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but first of all, Oilers and Edmonton tonight which every game progressively okay. gets to be the biggest game of their no, no, season. No, 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 this one, I'm sorry. <laughs> the must are win. Every must game, yeah. win. But every game is. It's like they are, every game is the biggest game. But I, I was looking are at the... Are you tough enough to play this game? <laughs> I was looking at the total. It's a six and a half total. And to me, it feels like there's going to be a lot of goals in that game. Carolina has cleaned it up defensively recently. They've gotten better than their shaky start. But Edmonton... They can't keep the pocket of their net. It's just flying in. Like, I feel like... Stu I feel, Skinner going tonight. I feel like Carolina could get five of those for you. So, like the over in that game, the total six and a half. I, I just, I think there's going to be a lot of goals in that game. I think the Edmund, I think the Oilers are going to pull out a low-scoring one. They're going to lock it down for a day, Sammy. Right no, your man, eye on they're just... I, you there's just no way to... Are the believer. No. You're the believer. I'm the guy. Hope. I'm the guy. But, but you hope. Lock like, it up. Deep down, do you really believe? 
Not really. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm losing faith like, is all. Yeah. I just, I got to keep it, a solid it, it front on this. possibly be as bad as They're what we not. saw in Florida with the, 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 the broken stick and then. They got some tough uh, luck, man. Broberg stepping on it yes. and. Hitting Hyman in the neck on a breakout and it ends up in your it net like. Can't. Well, get that worse they need tonight. A couple of ounces, man. Bill Simmons has one of his best sayings he's ever had is the year from hell team. Mm-hmm. In every sport, in every season, there's always one team that has the year from hell, yeah. and they're having it. They're it the year to, from hell team. It has to get better tonight. I, I mean, they, they got like a couple of weeks here where they can't even be 500. No, they, they got to be perfect. It's time. And for the record, like, come on. Carolina, a little disappointing up until now, yes. too. Yeah, they're a brutal they're, start. Right? Yeah, but they're right for the pick. Like, this is a game you got to win. Anyways. Um, awesome game late night tonight. Uh, Colorado and uh, Vancouver tonight. The two favorites. The two favorites for the um for the Norris head uh going head to head. If you want to bet on both of them scoring in this game tonight, just straight up, each of them get one goal. It's fourteen to one. Okay, you know it's a long shot, but for you, they're both they're going to want to show out that the other one's better than the other. And I, I can't wait. I know, I'm gonna have to get the scotch he, tape to keep my eyes open for no, that no, one. No, no, no. This one, you're not gonna have any problems. Kale McCarr's last like six or seven games here: three points, <laughs> one point, one point, two points, three points, three points, three points. He has nine points in his last three games. And of course, he still hasn't caught Quinn Hughes yet. So I, I, that's that's the thing. Pretty, we just <laughs> dropped. Yeah, there we go. You know, we like to. It's like a new flashy toy thing whereas lebron james could have won the mvp every single year for the prime yeah, of his career four or something yeah and it's like he could have been the he's the best player in the league the whole time but it's like narratives get driven up or whatever and if that's what it's i'm part of it driving it with quinn hughes but kill mccarr still it's like if you had your pick you're probably still taking kill mccarr right uh i am but i know uh, that's not a popular sentiment yeah i in this country. I, I don't i it's not an easy decision for me mm. Yeah, it, I think it's definitely gotten harder. I'm still taking Kale McCarr. Uh, other one I have for tonight, Sabres in Washington. You're just going to have to see a longer sample yep. size yeah, out all. of yeah. Quinn Hughes, yep. that's all. Uh, Sabres in Washington tonight. Sabres are having a really hard time scoring. And the Capitals don't give up goals. They are second in the league in goals against. They've only given up 40 goals all year. They don't score a ton either, but I like the under on a goal and a half for the Buffalo Sabres team total. They're going to have a mm. tough time scoring. Uh, it's on the road. So don't love that for the Sabres. And uh, going outside the NHL. I am going with a NBA pick for tonight. What is happening against right now? against my Toronto Raptors, my beloved Toronto Raptors, who are not very good on the second half of a back to back. I love the Indiana Pacers team total over 122 points. They're going to light the Raptors up tonight. Over 122. And tomorrow, I saw their total. The NFL. It's one of the best days of the year in the states, where everybody just drinks and eats and watches football all day. And the Detroit Motor City Lions are actually good. And it's just nice for them to have, like, a team. They always get Thanksgiving. That's their whole thing is they get Thanksgiving. Is this, yes. uh, like, off-the-board American Thanksgiving special? Because yep. you're not going to start bringing me, like, no. PGA bowling or anything. <laughs> PGA bowling. I'm, sh- I'm shutting that stuff down, Sammy. So, I like, give me the, uh, the Detroit Motor City Lions minus 7.5 tomorrow against the Packers. And all the people down in Detroit are going to have a blast at the game. Well, I have no input on this. I have, I have nothing Detroit's to offer. Detroit's really good. I, I mean, I watch Red Zone every week like everybody else, and I've seen them a lot, and they're good. All right. There you go. There you go. There you go. There's a little bit off the board for you, fellas. Okay, wrap it up. I'm done. Oh, yeah. I guess i got to read that. No. <laughs> that was game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds. 
and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus, Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Now you're done. I am done now. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss a little World Cup and where the heck is the National Hockey League going with their international play because yes. uh, our good friend, I think, Elliot Friedman from 32 Thoughts spoke a little bit more in detail of what we can expect uh, as early as 2025. And I got to be honest here, not liking what I'm hearing. Oh, oh no. So okay. stick around for that conversation after the break. Real Kipper and Bourne. Diving deep into Leafs, Raptors, Jays, and NFL. The J.D. Bunkins Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Just before break, we... uh brought up the topic of uh, international hockey in the NHL and something that has been a struggle, I think, for both the NHL, Gary Bettman, and the NHL Players Association. Level of consistency has not been there since probably the late 90s. And uh, now we get word of a possible World Cup, if we can even call it that. Uh, Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts, I think, um, mentioned the possibility of four or six teams. Greg Wyshynski had a big write-up on it uh, for ESPN down south. So, yeah, there's there's rumblings. So, really, the the gist of it and everything that I hear is towards four teams. Four? Just four. USA, Canada, Sweden, Finland? Canada, US, Finland, and Sweden. The whole idea would be... Canada and the U.S. playing in North America and Sweden oh, and Finland challenging themselves. Uh, you know, I don't know, Helsinki. Uh, I don't think it would be Stockholm, but it would be somewhere. This is the single worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> so how many teams do you need to make it legit? Well, listen, we're well, talking about Czechia not getting in, Slovakia, Germany, Germany. Switzerland. You could do Austria. like. Yeah. And the Russia thing. I mean, how are you going to have Dreisaitl, Stutzla, and Sider not play? Pasternak. You're going to have them all excluded in this. It's insane. Well, yes and no. Okay. It's not great, but it's the best out of a, a tough situation right now. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you do nothing or do you at least try to do something? I see your point about attempting to do something. It's just maybe you don't call it a World Cup because it's just... Well, it's not a World Cup. No. It's just no. a tournament. It's a Four with, Nations Cup. In fairness, yeah, sure. And it's a it's the best hockey countries. So yeah. it's, we're watching. Like, it's going to be great. We are. Watching. We, but... We will watch, but it won't... It won't... Uh, Feed the beast of a uh, Connor McDavid for the Olympics. No, no, that is not going to be on par. But, but it it would be a warm up to that because the feeling would be that the league would come in with this and as early as uh, February of twenty twenty five, and then after that they would get on a regular uh, calendar. 
of World Cups and Olympics. So you go to 26, Italy. Yep. And then 28 would be another World Cup. And then 30 would be the Olympics again. And now you're Good. every two years. That's, that's the plan. Every two years to me is perfect. That's right. It's the right thing to do. And it's, you know, much like soccer, you know, it's, you know, the World Cup is the bigger one. But it's just to me, the lack of this is one of the most embarrassing things in the, you know, in sports history. Major to black me. mark on like, the sport. To have there not be a real best on best since 2014 is a joke. Is it? Like they had David the, and Crosby no, never have literally no, never played because the, same the last team? Time, because the last time they played them they wore wrestling jerseys and they were all the un, twenty one and under team right and they Canada beat Team Europe in the final whatever that means it's but you I, know what I think is some of the best uh, you know Olympic memories like Latvia pushing Christos Godlevskis was yes. a legend because he made sixty some saves for Latvia and Canada won two one yeah. and and it was who was it that the year Sweden won. Is it Belarus or no, someone knocked Sweden, someone out? Sweden lost to Belarus yes. because the guy took a slap shot from yeah, the, the forehead off of the Salo? head of Tam, Tommy Salo that like went up in the air and bounced in. And if you remember correctly, Canada had gotten starched by them in the oh, preliminary yeah. round, and that was who they're going to have to play to go to the final when they beat the states. And they got to play Belarus in the semis. You need these teams. You need these the, weird, yeah, because not it's, weird, it's, but smaller it's hockey. Comp- it's Competition. You, that's why you literally play games. It's not you don't just assume you play the game. It's not you or you assume that teams are going to beat other teams. It's like you have to have these lesser nations. That's what they get up for. That's a huge thing. Playing Canada, playing USA. Anyways, I'm very passionate about this. It really, really hurts if, my feelings. If you, <laughs> yeah, no, and I, it, I think that's fair. Is our game strong enough, big enough to? actually create a true definition of a world cup like world cups are supposed to be about a year or two trying to qualify for it that's the that's a real world yeah, cup yeah i see what you mean well yeah it's and not like soccer that has so many different nations listen, that compete and the world are good. still goes on one of the powerhouses <laughs> of in italy soccer it's not like they cancel the world cup because Italy is not playing or didn't qualify for it. Yeah. yeah. Can you create a true definition of a World Cup where you qualify yeah. a year out, 18 months out to play in an NHL? Does that mean that that the NHL doesn't control that World Cup per se? Like you don't have like they're they're fixed on World Cups only having NHL type players in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's not a World Cup. No, it's that's what whatever wrong. your country wants to send. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a great point about what are we really trying to construct here and the NHL's wanting to have their fingers in the financial pie of whatever it ends up looking like. And that alone is reason to turn people off yeah. when you try to pretend it's a World Cup when all it is is an NHL invitational yeah it's it's about nationalism it's not about money like the whole point the whole reason the olympics is so special is because all these elite guys went and played and they're not there for paychecks we're not talking about salary caps we're there to determine who the greatest hockey nation is not about like you know who's the best of these four teams that we picked yeah it's the best nations playing hockey i think if you're gonna do like a world world cup I think there's like be like six auto entries, right? Like I guess Russia, you can't really 
do, but like they would be one of the teams if you were going to have a, them, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're one of the best nations. It'd be Canada, Sweden, Finland, USA, Russia, and the Czechs would be like the six autos. And then every other team would kind of play for the last three or last two spots or last four spots, however we want to do it. Like there's some pretty clear delineation who the best nations are. Mm-hmm. I think it's different in soccer, but like I got. You guys are both looking at me like I'm crazy. Right? No, I'm just you. You can't have Russia, well, no. you know, politically right yeah, now. No, and I know. So it's and that really that hurts. hurts. Or sure, right? uh, you lose the greatest a hockey rivalry ever is Canada. Anytime you hear Canada versus Russia, you can't. You you think of the history before you think of the the, the current, of course, mm-hmm. game. But, like, but you're but it's like you understand. You just can't have them. There's just no. no there's just no way you can have them. And, so and there's no. There's no light at the end of the no. tunnel when you can it, have it. It always felt like they were kicking this down the road to a point where they were hoping maybe they could, you know, like they, it got canceled. Right. Like the there, there should have been one this year, right? And it got canceled probably because they wanted to get Russia. They in. they waited for Russia, yeah. And that's why we're hearing Which a in four. Itself is embarrassing. And this is why we're hearing four teams mm-hmm. in 25. It's because we can't wait. We got to do something. And please tell me we're all on the same page here that, like, four teams isn't great, but it's still going to be way better than Team Europe oh, or yeah, Young Guns. Lord, I, I please was, tell I think, me the that... most vocal critic of that ruining the whole premise of the tournament. I will say, Although though, the one if, game against Sweden was electric. No, they played good hockey. It was, it good was a very... Destroyed the it's meaning a of the event. wonderful exhibition. Yeah, Matthews, a few of our best yeah. players. Austin Matthews actually scored his first career goal at uh, Scotiabank Arena in that tournament, which is weird. Great. Playing with <laughs> Connor McDavid on the line. All right. And we we're remember, at, Sammy. Hey, looking into the future for the Leafs. Jeez. Oh, Anyways, he continue. Here he goes. But, <laughs> I derailed because I don't even remember what I was going to say. I think, I think World Cups are, I think they're going to be a hard sell. The different location thing is so unappealing, too. So you're forcing these two teams to play off and then presumably meet. Uh, that's the idea, I think. In Portugal to play or somewhere in the middle? I don't know. Just make a few in ice in the middle of the Atlantic? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Play on a how, boat. Hard, how hard will they play one that's, another? That's a great that's point. The other thing, too, is like. I think, I think it would. Yeah, those are four. Pretty premier country. I mean, Finland and Sweden, they're going to be like the to second they put on the ice. Leo hey. Komarov is yeah. going to come to, back to and win, spear someone. To win what? Like, it's there. Like, Nick Ehlers had a comment, I think, with uh, Joshua, who was a guest earlier on in the show. Um, I think I read an article of his where it's like, Ehlers, like, nobody cares about a World Cup. Nobody oh, cares. really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think even Drew Doughty went on record as like, yeah. Where I, is Ehlers from? Is he? He's Danish. My, huh? Danish. Danish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's Danish. I think. I'll find it here. But because he played with Freddie Anderson, I'm pretty sure who's also Danish. Yeah, I think Denmark. You yeah. got it. It's just okay. You you can't. The prize, you're fighting for. A Stanley Cup. You're fighting for a gold medal. It's not medal. career defining. How many did you have in your career? Yes, we're not going to sit here and say you know, and Sid added that uh, the 2016 World Cup. No, but the Olympic medals do. Like the gold medal is like something that's like oh yeah, that elevates you. Put your, on your, your resume. You put you that got, on your resume. Yes. It but helped like, Henrik Lundqvist. For not sure, that he needed yeah, help. But, but like, I mean. Yeah, the the Four Nations Cup. It's like, oh boy, he, they won two games against America. He's in the hall. Like, yeah. you know, it's it doesn't have the same allure because yeah. it's going to take so long for it to 
build up to have that allure where it's like it matters. Well, if it's set up, if it's set up, if it's set up properly, I think, I think it's got a chance. But I think any World Cup, no matter how how many consecutive tournaments they get over the course of four years, it will never carry the clout of a Stanley Cup or a gold medal to. No, the the new generation. My no. my generation, it was gold medal. Nobody cared. Yeah, really? it was so funny. Yeah, it, nobody cared about the, the gold medal because it was the amateurs. First of oh, all, it was right. our heroes. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, like for amateur athletes, I get it. It's a big deal, but not, not in the pro world when I grew up. But now, because everybody's had that history, and you know, it started obviously in '80 with. Uh, Jim Craig in that, in Lake Placid, but it, it moved the Americans, the Billy Garens, the Brian Leeches, yeah. the Jeremy Roenicks, and then God, and then things. once it came into fruition, I think our first one was 1998, and then Team Canada took over, Gretzky took over, mm-hmm. Mario with the pass between his legs over to Joe yeah, Sackick. Yeah, no touch. You're going to make me cry. The dummy. Right? The dummy. Now it, it runs parallel with the stanley cup yeah and it's funny like you know that you mentioned just as an aside that one meant more to me than like the sid moment yeah. is like singular and incredible but 2002 was the one oh, that like yeah. hit me yeah that well. was like they both did clearly but like that team and joe sackett coming down on joe sackett <laughs> he shoots at low blocker on richter right Those i wonder US teams in the playoffs uh, i wonder if you did oh, yeah, ask really the, the the young kids if, if you have just one crack at a Winning the Stanley Cup or a gold medal? Not close. Not close. Cut by miles, still. Not even. I would. I would hope not one so. One tournament, you win a cut, you win four uh, listen, games. I'm, I'm with you. you. I'm you with know. you. I'm just not sure what the kids would think about today. No. Representing your country well, like that the, is kind of cool. Why the kids would? Because they don't do it. The kids would be like, "Oh, there's you can do that." Yeah. Like people coming up, it's like, how old was Jack Hughes in 24? I don't even want to know. But how old was Jack Hughes in 2014? He's not alive yet. He was, he's he's, he's probably like four years old. It's like there's a whole generation of kids that are coming in that have never even experienced it. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm 35 and I'm like, I was young when 2002 happened. It's yeah. like it doesn't translate anymore and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially because, you know, it helps that we're like the best at it. It's like, <laughs> really like this is like, this is kind of that. our thing. It's yeah. like we want to show that. Yeah. All right. But give me a, if they're going to do the Four Nations thing, give me. Not what, like, give me like a best of seven series between yeah, Canada, play a bunch of games. Canada, USA, best of seven series, and then Canada versus whoever wins in the other one, best of seven series. Love that. It's best gonna of five. best of five. It, it will feel we'll weird to shut the league down for two or three weeks to play for just four countries. Oh, is the, it's okay. So sorry, it would actually affect the NHL calendar. I, I, think, I, I think they shut it down. Oh my god, that would. No. Well, I mean, I'm sure those guys would be like, I'd love to hit the. You beach. can't. Well, yeah. past is like, I'll head to the beach. Like, yeah. Oh, no. We're this this yeah. isn't shaping up for a September thing. <laughs> I think this is shaping up for a February. Really? Yeah. So then it wouldn't be a long thing. Then, like, so it would just be one yeah, it game. be best of five. So just play a three-game tournament. No, this would be, one, one, this would be uh, I think, I think you'd need to shut down for a while here. Wow. Yeah, this is multi-games yeah. overseas. So. Don't love it. You'd you'd uh, you'd take out the NHL All Star game yeah. that year yeah. and substitute it with this, I think. 
Yeah, okay. Well, I guess uh, that remains to be seen because that sounds like a weird format. The NBA in-season I, tournament is a very different animal Let me tell you, though, that. I will be poring over every millisecond can, of every game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I will totally. be there. Can you explain to me why I'm watching basketball games with different colored uh, yeah, courts? no problem. They're doing an in-season tournament this well, year. What does that mean? So you play a round robin. You have, like, a group. Like, you would have, like, a World Cup. Yeah. And then um, all your games within that group count towards your regular season record. And at the end of that, Whoever comes out of the groups, they go to a week-long tournament in Vegas. And, and they should pay the players. When? The players can win. Uh, December, mid-December. Was it half a million dollars yeah, a player? Yeah, half a million bucks a player. Yeah, so. And <laughs> I spook like a horse against my blinders on. Is this good? I, think like it? I actually love it, yeah. Could the NHL do this? No. Yeah, maybe. Mary could finally get his wish. We'll have green ice. We'll, we'll do yeah. different ice for the, <laughs> yeah. the tournament game. Just, uh, you know. The purpose is... Uh, of the different court is to show us that's, if yeah, our yeah, minds yeah, different, different. Different. Yeah. different vibes. Which the, I like. the Raptors are wearing like the OVO jerseys, yeah. the gold and black. Yeah. And, and, and it's done digitally, right? Like I'm not What do you mean? The court? Yeah. No, they put no. a whole new court in there, bud. Oh, they and, put a whole new court yeah. in there. And you know what? It's, it's not also, like green. Why do you think, why do you think your season's tickets are they gotta put a whole it's new also court? Painted and super slick and guys are sliding all over the place and hate it. So there's that too. So So no. it's like so maybe they should get uh, Vancouver Canucks matted helmets to Add it up. I like it. Maybe no gloss finish. <laughs> what are we talking? About? I don't even. Um, but yeah, my you know my take on America versus Canada and hockey. This is maybe, all maybe, so confusing. maybe no maybe no best on best because they may be better. Uh, they got lots of lots of talent now. Yeah. Okay. How many more sleeps until the I, Leafs play again and I, uh, at we least get one. hockey again? At least one. But at least we have fourteen unbelievable hockey games yes. tonight. Maybe they're not all good, but there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> Sammy, you're going to stay up for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, Vancouver and Colorado. Here right now. Makar versus Quinn. Must see TV. All right, our thanks to Joshua Cloak in the first hour and Billy Jaffe on our National Hour. We solved nothing. Nope, never do. Especially the World Cup. <laughs> but we'll take it for now. And we're back tomorrow on the Real Kipper and Born Show. Enjoy your night, everybody.